Spencer with the two-point ball. Number 17, soon to be raised to the Raptors. Loose ball, Brown for the tie. Oh, Got it. Man. Miracle here. And team drives down and throws it down. Wow. Banner yeah, yeah. AT Nation. We back up. My mic was. We we recorded this like a second ago. And my Bro. mic was being really loud. This guy posted this this um video. No, it was this post that said um every team's most likely future Hall of Famer. And I'm looking through it, and it's like it gives a list below fifty percent, fifty nine, hundred percent chance. So I'm looking through it, and I see players like Jason Tatum's below fifty percent. I'm like, all right, could this mean in the future? Or does it mean right now? And I keep looking through, and I see like. Luca has an above fifty percent chance, so I'm like, all right, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's already fifty percent. And then I see Zion's above fifty percent, and I'm like, uh, dude, if you're looking towards the future, Jason Tatum's hundred percent above fifty percent. Yeah. All right. Anyway, though, um, yeah, last welcome back. We did this. Um, it was, it was last two game win streak, right? Yeah. So hold on. So what was this? So. Well, it's going to be a shorter episode this week because obviously there's not much to talk about. There's like a couple games since our last episode and obviously the All-Star game. But we do have something new to like that we're kind of doing. Um, I have some NBA conspiracy theories that we're going to talk about later. But um, yeah, so since, since we last recorded, the Celtics went on a – so they had a two-game winning streak, like you said. They won two more and then they hit the All-Star break. Um, but it's, I would say something more significant. I consider the All-Star break a win. I consider the All-Star break a win. Yeah. Uh, but something I would consider, like, a more important, we're going to get to the All-Star game in a minute, but I just want to talk about the recent, like, trade rumors and signings. So, first of all, Celtics, if you did not hear, if you're not following either of us on Instagram, then you probably don't, you might not know this, but the Celtics are officially, or Danny is officially targeting, I guess you could say targeting, Jeremy Grant of the Pistons and um, Nikola Vucevic of the Magic. There's and been he... no word on Harrison Barnes, but Scal's all in on Barnes, so I'm guessing he's targeting Harrison as well. Yeah, um, if you feel listen to the podcast back in like August, you know I ca- I called Jeremy Grant would be such a good signing, but now it would be a trade. Obviously, my thing, my thing with Jeremy Grant, and I've I've said this to a lot of people. Like at first, the idea of adding this 25 point per game score sounds great, like it sounds wonderful. But when you really like when you truly think about it, you're gonna have to give up a ton of assets. But not really, though. You're definitely gonna because the Pistons are gonna demand a lot. Unless they're going to be stupid like they were Derrick Rose and Andre Drummond. I think that might be. And then if they don't demand – oh, no, because Jeremy Grant's 25 points a game score. Derrick Rose was the sixth man, and Andre Drummond, they just want it gone. They didn't care what they got. But my, my thing with Jeremy Grant is he's not going to be a 25-point-per-game scorer. You're going to bring him in, and he's going to go back to being 15 to 16. But that's not – we don't need him for the scoring value necessarily. We need him for the versatility he's going to bring at the big-man position. Yeah, when you look at I it – I don't know if I want to give up Marcus Smart for another 15 to 16 points per game score. But it's we're not getting him for not necessarily just scoring. Like, we're going to get him, and we're going to be able to utilize him at the yeah, four or maybe. the five where we need like a point, I don't think we're gonna trade for him solely because he's scoring more than last I saw, year. I saw, I saw a trade where we only have to give up Tice, Langford, uh, Neesmith, and a bunch of picks. I'm not, I'm not like sold on Langford, but I'm not like giving up on him already. I've seen a lot of people call him a bust already. He's played mm, two games. Yeah, he's too really. Two games healthy. He's played two games healthy. You can't. And then someone goes on to say, oh, he's played two games healthy. That's why he's a bust. Like, no, no, no. There's a difference between being injured and being a bust. Yeah, facts. It is. And the other one is Vucevic, obviously, so. 
And then, yeah, I mean, Vucevic would probably be a great fit. I mean, Vucevic is probably the the more likely option. I I think they'll end up getting Vucevic. If it's not this year, it'll probably be next year. They'll get they'll get him at one point. But yeah, that's how I see it with Bradley Beal too. The the Celtics will end up getting Bradley Beal at some point because just because of Jason Tatum. I also want to talk about the uh, Brooklyn Nets because if you have not heard, so the oh, they're getting Net- Drummond too. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets reportedly are agreeing on a contract with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, and or oh no, Andre Drummond is choosing to is going to choose to sign with the Nets. So I think so the Nets, the Nets, the Nets, the Nets and Blake Griffin are are actually working on a contract. Um, no, Andre, they signed a contract. They signed a contract. All right, yeah. Um, and then. Andre Drummond said he's going to choose to sign with the Nets. Andre Drummond said if he gets bought out, well, he never said it, but Allen Robinson, you know, the Bears receiver, who look if I'm just saying we don't do football a lot, but like if they don't bring in a quarterback and Allen and they franchise Allen Robinson, like come on now. But um, yeah. what I'm saying is um, yeah, he said that he's close with Drummond. He said that Andre will sign with the Nets. Yeah, so that would be uh, basically a wrap at the championship for the Nets. It's already a wrap. Anthony Davis is probably worse, injured worse than they're saying he is. I see it as a wrap. I even if even if AD is at a hundred percent, like the last time the Nets played the Lakers, AD and uh, AD and Kevin Durant didn't play, and the Nets still won by like twenty. I, I it's it's a wrap. Like I hope you realize how like. A lot of people think that Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond are overrated signings, but they're really not considering they're not giving up any assets. They're just signing. Them. I've seen the the Blake Griffin footage of him at practice with the Nets. Dude looks like straight out of twenty sixteen. He's uh, also saying, he's gonna provide more defensive value that they I'm need. Just, by the way, I know he's a defensive liability right now. No, no but saying, like I think I think like he's a defensive liability, but I think he can. If he brings what he had before he went to Detroit, then he will actually be better defensively. All, all I'm saying is, um, with Blake Griffin, if they go into that Nets game in his first game against Boston, his first game is against Boston, if he starts catching lobs, I'm done watching the NBA. I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm not... He was yeah, but remember what happened game. last time when the, the Lob City Clippers and he was catching lobs? They didn't go very far. Yeah, but also, they're... Yeah, they're I guess they, they they are players. Paul, Jamal, Griffin, Jamal and Crawford Jordan. and Jamal this, Crawford. Yeah, this time they have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James, James Harden. And as James well. Harden. The James Harden is honestly the killer because it's like you can see a, a very good team in Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, but then you add James Harden, it's just like oh my god, they have all three. James Harden's the best player on that team. I don't I don't need to be told otherwise. Nah, He's the best Kevin, player. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's on no, and off injuries James, though. James Harden can give you 25 and 15 on any 25 15 and 10 on any given night. He's if if they were weren't if Joel wasn't doing what he was doing, I, I'd say James Harden's the MVP. No, it's just not like every player, like a lot of players are complaining about where they are or like they don't want to be where they are, like Harden or Blake Griffin, and then it's like they come to the Nets and all of a sudden all their problems are fixed and then they're they're gonna start hooping again. Yeah, look at KD. <laughs> Literally, look at Kevin Durant. And I mean, Dude it, tore his Achilles, exactly. came back, and and is looking even better than where he was before. And Kyrie Irving too. Yeah, the whole situation with Boston last year is kind of a weird year with injuries and like him being the only no, player. Here's my thing with Kyrie. Here's my thing with Kyrie. I'm fine with him. Like I don't hate him. Like obviously that stages of grief right there. Let me go through it. But like, I just don't like how he didn't try in the playoffs. He. Did he just the like he didn't try hundred he 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 tried no no no, no. no, 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 no. Let, me, let me pull up his playoff stats 
against the Bucks. No, I think he tried. I just think, like, first of all, the media portrayed him as not trying and put the blame on him, and he just didn't play well as a whole. Like, okay. I don't think he did Kyrie try. Irving. The first game, he put up 26 in Boston's win. In game two, if it'll let me, I'm just trying to pull up the stats. Okay. Kyrie Irving, over this, over this Milwaukee series, Averaged 20 points on 21% from three and 35% from the field. Dog, that ain't that bad. 20 points? That was with the game one where he put up 26 points. I mean, yeah, he sold, but like, that doesn't mean he wasn't trying. In game two, he put up. It's not going to tell me. No, it's open to tell me. Uh, I just need to find it. Playoffs game log. I I think Kyrie's strong. I think he just sold. No, he didn't sell. I I just I need to find this game log because it was like it's ridiculous. Twenty eighteen nineteen. Okay. Um, come on, find. Let me get these stats. April, we played them in April. No, we played them in the play. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that was the playoffs back then. Eighteen nineteen. Game two. Game two. Nine points on. Ooh. Nine points on twenty percent from three, and twenty-two percent from the field. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he wasn't trying. Game three, he put up twenty-nine points. I give him Ooh, that. 20- Thirty bomb from Kyrie. Twenty-nine points in a loss on fourteen percent from three, and thirty-one percent from the field. And then on game four, he put up. Game five. Game five, he put up. 15, this was an elimination game. He put up 15 on 6 for 21 from the field and 1 for 7 from 3. Well, I mean, we've moved on. The Kyrie era in Boston is over. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the Kemba era. Yeah, we'll Uh, see. We'll see Kemba. Dude, my thing with Kemba is if he can stay performing as how he's done as of recently, I don't see any reason to trade him. Yeah. But this Nets game, if he comes out and puts up 10 points on 20% shooting, you ship him off to Orlando. I think they've said this about a lot of the recent Celtics losses, but I feel like this Nets game might be the breaking point of like Danny it's, Ainge. They'll lose this Nets game. They'll lose this Nets game. I I don't see any way around it. Well, of course, well, because unless, Blake Griffin's going to have his first game, and he's going to want to hoop. He's going to want to show that Romeo he's going to hoop. Langford, unless Romeo Langford turns into LeBron. We're, we're not winning this game. If Marcus Smart just... Listen, let's be real here. I heard this on... Uh, who they are? Fogger and S? I, I, I'm touching her. Maybe it was one of them. What scares me with Marcus Smart is that what he's seen from how this Celtics team is done, he's going to come out and think, I'm the reason this team isn't winning right now because I haven't been playing. So he's going to come up and he's going to put up 800 shots in the first three games. Who, Marcus Smart? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's a really... Y'all, okay, I know y'all love to... Like, I know everyone loves to say, like, Marcus Smart is the reason we're not winning. But y'all y'all are going to regret saying that because he, he's going he's gonna to shoot really poorly the first He's going to take it into his head. He's gonna As say, usual. I'm the reason this team wins, and he's going to take 800 shots in the first week. Oh, it's a That's guarantee. Locked. 
That's that's how long he's gonna he's gonna shoot a million shots. He's, he's done this watch, before. He's done this before, and he get he gets watch in, through the Miami Heat series. Watch through the Miami Heat series. He gets in his own head and like kind of boosts up his ego a bit, and then takes a million shots, and then it. He shot he shot like a hundred percent during the Raptors series from three. Goes in the Miami series and shoots like fifteen percent. Yeah. All I'm saying is another thing is if OG Ananobi doesn't hit that three, the Celtics are in, were in the NBA Finals. So it's what 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 they they were so tired. That game, that series shouldn't have gone to four. Shouldn't have gone to seven games, and they know it too. Yeah, they but I, don't, I honestly don't. I honestly don't know if we would have won game four if we didn't lose game three. Probably, even if we didn't win game, lose. If we lost game four, we won game five. Sure. Like, Wait, that would have been. Yeah. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. I don't know. That's why. That's why. Uh, Miami came out guns blazing against us. It's because they were he- they were all rested. Uh, they had like two weeks rest. We had four days, maybe. True. All right, no, there's yeah. no, no time to dwell on the past. I want to get to the NBA All Star game. So, if you did not watch this weekend, basically the NBA All Star. Well, I guess tonight because it all happened between seven o'clock Eastern time and like ten thirty Eastern time on Sunday evening. Yeah. And we had the three-point contest, which Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were both in. The All-Star game, and then the dunk contest, which is trash, and we'll get to why it's trash. But... Dude, I'm just saying, the players who were in the three-point competition, that would have been a much better dunk contest. Facts. Steph Curry and Mike Conley. Think about it. Think about it. You got Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. Well, the reason here's my here's my take on the dunk contest. The reason it's so bad, like the reason why no one ever wants to do it, is because there's no like, like it it takes way too much time and effort for the because if you're in a three point contest, a lot of them naturally do that in the gym every day, just take open threes. It's part of their job. Their job is not to because for the dunk contest, they have to practice and think ahead of their dunks. And no NBA player wants to take time out of their day to think of dunks to do and then create backup plans. Like that's like a lot for a lot of the players. Like I think one NBA player says himself why. He didn't want to do this, and like that, it's just like a lot. It's very like tedious. But I think that's what was great about 2011. I, Dwight Howard and Blake Griffin. Well, actually, that's part. Hold on, that's part of the conspiracy theories. But anyway, um, I think that if the NBA added some incentive to the competition, which they can, the NBA is a very it's just a big trophy. Like no, it's a cash prize of like four million dollars, something like that. They can afford it. They could, they're gonna say. Well, the NBA can definitely. They're gonna say it. that they, like if you propose it, they're gonna say they wouldn't, but like they couldn't, but they easily can afford it. The the NBA definitely could afford it. In a, it, I mean honestly, it would be more. If it would Myers be more. It would be more profitable for the NBA if they spent if they spent that money to get the, the ratings would skyrocket if they had real players doing it. If Myers Leonard is getting paid ten million dollars a year, you can give four million to a player to win the dunk contest. Or honestly, yeah. I mean, I don't know like how this would work leverage wise, but you could just ask the players you want. What would it take for you to join the dunk contest? We want it to stay monetized, so we're not going to talk about Myers Leonard. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, the three point contest we had Brown Tatum. Tatum made it to the second round. Brown was kind of a brick. Not going to lie. The thing with Jalen Brown, I'm not, I'm not saying like, oh, he was a bad because I saw a lot of people be like, oh, he's a terrible three point shooter. He's really not. I mean, the man, the man went first. <laughs> look at, look at the last few years. The players who went first always. Yeah, last, like last year, Trey Young went first. He did not do as well. You see, should have. I don't know. That's what's better about not going first. You don't have all the pressure on you. Jason Tatum didn't, and put up 25. Jason Tatum, the second round, had all the pressure on him, put up 17. Yeah. I think I think also Jason Tatum had a lot of pressure from um, Steph Curry. 
Mm. Yes. Steph Curry put up 31 points and looked like he wasn't missing. That's fact. I miss Steph Curry. What do you expect? Yeah. That's, that's why the three-point contest is ultimately going to rain over unless the NBA does something about the dunk contest. The three-point contest will yeah. stay supreme because it, it's such a low-effort contest. Like The players just show up and do what they regularly do, regularly do in an open gym, and they just do it on TV. It's like Mike Conley. Mike Conley surprised me so the much. The entire All-Star game. I mean, honestly, in the game itself, he was not great, but like... Mike Conley was terrible. I saw this tweet. I want to read up. I found this tweet. Two of these tweets. These two tweets were hilarious about the All-Star game. Uh, let me pull them up. Okay. Sunday. Beal's hilarious. He got 26 and had no impact on the outcome, just like in real life. Mike Conley was getting ready to write an autobiography on how the NBA screwed him out of the All-Star games just, just to finally get into get into one and go one for six in 12 minutes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in the actual All-Star game, our boys Tatum and Brown, they both did well, I think. Tatum was the, Tatum was the only player on team uh, KD who had a positive plus minus, which, you know, that's that's something we've just gotten Promising. <laughs> we've gotten so used to that. Yeah, and then and... Brown, I think Brown had, like, one more point on than Tandem, like, Team LeBron. Yeah. Very good game. Jaylen it felt like, it honestly felt like Tatum played a lot better because, you know, Team yeah, LeBron was dominating. They won, like, 170 to 150. All I'm saying, Jalen, before we move on to anything else, Jalen's got to work on his free throw shooting. He's been horrendous from the free throw line the last few games. Even the All-Star game, he missed, like, four free throws. Yeah, that's kind of a... I mean, especially, yeah. like, I, I don't know how, like... If, if we're going to start utilizing the uh, the, the Trey Young strategy, because more NBA teams are doing it. More and more and more teams are doing it. What, the fire up from three? Well, yes, more and more teams and players are doing it. So, you know, if we do it before the NBA implements a rule, if they ever do, Jalen Brown. Oh, oh, that's right, the... Not the fire, the run into someone and fake, like, getting yes. an injury. Or, like, fake being fouled, yeah. Like, like flop, yeah. jumping into players, yeah. Like what Trey Young does. Yeah, it, the players that are good at that are Trey, Luca, and Steph. It's going to be more, players. though. And more and more players are trying it now. Kevin Durant somewhat does it. Kyrie might start doing it. Harden's definitely Harden's been doing it for years, but in a different sense. Um, no, what Harden does, what Harden does, and this is smart, how he draws his fouls is technically illegal. What he does is he'll go and lock arms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. The Harden rule. Yeah, and he'll, and he'll end up getting yeah, Zion, obviously. Uh, he got better after the first quarter. but uh, Those, those honestly, those, like, this is kind of not relevant, but those All-Star jerseys. What what do you think of those All-Star jerseys? No, I, I understand the point of them. Like, it was supposed to be in Indiana. The design was but... cool. The color scheme was not. If it was... If it was in Indiana, it'd be much better. Facts. I'm going to say that. If it was in Indiana, it'd be much better. But the fact that it was in Atlanta and you're wearing Pacers jerseys, no. It, yeah, it, it just felt it felt like, I don't know, just the fact that there was an entire yellow jersey, like, the, just, like for an All-Star game, that just felt kind of weird. Speaking of jerseys, if you're looking for a place to cop some fire jerseys of some of your favorite players, or maybe players that you just think have like nice jerseys if they're on a good jersey team, like the Heat for the past few years. I don't know. Um, but if you're looking for a jersey to cop, JuicyJerseys.com is where you gotta go. They got low-priced, high-quality jerseys. Use and the best part, obviously, you already know what the best part is. Use code Banner18, all caps, no spaces, Banner18, to get a 
nice discount on your jersey. You're supporting the small business. You're supporting the podcast. You're copping a fire jersey. Win, win, win. Go check them out. Oh, uh, I want to get into the NBA conspiracies. You can't keep getting away with this, what? bro. You can't keep <laughs> the advertisements. Bro, you already know how it is. All right, hold on. I want to get into the NBA conspiracies. Stuff. So basically, oh um, keep in mind, we're gonna, so basically we're going to go over these. I have like around nine. Um, to go over. What? I don't have. I know. Two. No, trust me. I I did some digging for these. I I spent. I I know one about Yao Ming and one about the Knicks. And the Knicks one is the longer yeah. one. I'm pretty sure everyone on the planet. Earth All right. So let's so listen. Listen. So. so I have around like nine. And basically, we're gonna go over these. We're just gonna like say our, say our opinions on them based off of what we know. And keep in mind, these are conspiracy theories. This is not. There's nothing about this is factual or proven. And these are our opinions based off of what we know. So, like, I, I don't know. If you want to do like, more research about one of them, like, look them up. I found all of mine online. My main sources of finding them were Bleacher. There's an article in Bleacher Report, Complex Sports, and then a YouTuber. I forget who the YouTuber was. We could look, look up NBA conspiracies on YouTube. And you'll probably find them. So, the first one, this is not as much of a cons- – well, it's kind of conspiracy, but not – like, it's not a very major one. So, basically, it's that the – Big three of Braun, Bosch, and Wade was planned in 06, way before it even happened. And there's a lot of tampering involved a lot of, that allowed it to happen. And this is, I think this is definitely true, but it's not as much of a conspiracy theory. I think it's just something that happened. Dude, Melo basically confirmed this. Melo literally said he was supposed to be part of it. He was supposed to be part of it, but he fell through and it became Chris Bosch instead. Yeah, because um, because they they had all been friends since like oh four like in that same yeah, draft class. Yeah, if you remember Chris ba- Chris Bosch wasn't part of the banana boat. Yeah, um, it was Wade Mello, Chris Bosch. Ca- yeah, the Cavs so, owner ran like a tampering investigation after LeBron had left on the Heat, but it didn't really matter. Like I don't think anything would have all stopped them from going to the Heat. Like, and players are allowed to plan. I think like I, there's more specific tampering rules. But players themselves are allowed to decide where they want to go, like in advance, and they're allowed to team up. Like, there's no rule against that. It would have been, it would, it would have been better if um he went to the Bulls, though. I don't think Derrick Rose would have gotten injured if he went to the Bulls. Yeah. Um. Okay. I want to. So basically, there's this big like category. There's a big umbrella of the NBA draft lottery, and I'll, I'll discuss that as a whole, and then I'll get into some certain like a few situations. Before you get into Zion. No, Zion's actually the Zion. not one of them. It's not. Oh, you told me that over the summer that Zion. I, I think it partially was. I think most of them of the past, literally every NBA draft well, lottery, I think, not all of them are completely rigged, but there's a lot of tampering that we don't know about. I, th- I think that if Zion's was rigged, he would have ended up in the Knicks. Yeah, I'm but just, also, doesn't the that. NBA own the Pelicans? No, not uh, anymore. I was confused with that because the guy in the, the, I watched. I was watching a YouTube video on this, and the guy made some so confusing. Anyway, no, they they stopped owning them in like 2015. All right, but um, basically, the NBA draft lottery as a whole is very sketchy, in my opinion. And I'm not saying that it's all rigged and they're always choosing which, because in the end, it's like who gets the 14th pick doesn't really matter. But like a lot of people are kind of like skeptical of how the first pick, the first two picks are decided. Because, in theory, we have no idea how they're picked. It's all done in private. Like, now it's, it's all technology. It's all done in private. Like, we have no idea what's going on. At least when they picked envelopes out of the, like, the spinny bin, like David Stern did, before it all went to technology. Like, you ha- you could see, like, what was going on. But now it's, 
it's all technology, and we don't see what's going on. So a lot of people are skeptical, but I'm not complete. Like, I'm not saying it's all rigged. But I do think there, like, I guarantee you in the last, it's, since the draft lottery's been around, I think there has been some, definitely there's been some murder rigged. You can watch, um, you can watch the, them pick the lottery balls on YouTube. But, like, I don't know. Uh, it's our... Lottery balls, lottery balls is completed. I, I actually, I think the, the Rangers getting, um, the Rangers in the NHL getting the first overall pick. I think that was a bit tampered with, but most of the time the NBA won't do anything about it. Like the NBA, the NBA probably hasn't cared about the first overall pick since mm. like LeBron. I don't let's know about be, that. Let, let, let's be real here. With LeBron, if they really rigged it, they wouldn't have let him go to Cleveland. Cleveland? Come on. No. But actually there's been a pattern of Cleveland in the draft lottery. So. Cleveland gets Cleveland gets the pick every single time, and it's worked out. Twice yeah, that's I don't. I'm not sure if that's a coincidence, though. Technically, three times if you count trading Wiggins for Kevin. Well, okay. So I want to get into one of them. So, um, you had the 2010. I don't know, it's 2010 or 11. I think they had the Clippers pick, but it was obviously everyone knew by then it was the it was the Cavs. It was the Cavs pick. They had a 1.7% chance they get the pick. Two years later, they had like a they had like the regular odds, like the 13%. They got it, and then the next year, 2000. So that was 2013. Then 2014, they have a 1.7% odds again, and they win it again. I don't think the Cavs picks were ever reaped. Like 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 I said before, Cleveland. I don't like, come on. Yeah, but. But like I don't know, that's not just because like everyone thinks that. But like that might make it easier for someone to go on. Hey, I'm just I'm just saying. I, I don't I'm not believing in no, this. But like, if you're if you're rigging it, you're gonna rig it to send. But that's dope. That's what everyone like. That's what everyone wants to think. But in reality, they can just choose teams that they want to target to have this option. Oh, bro, if Zion went to the Lakers, I would have stopped watching basketball. I'm oh, not even kidding. Like Zion though. Uh, yeah, but that's with LeBron. Actually, no, they. That'd be an interesting duo. If the Le- if the Lakers got Zion, are they still trading him for AD? Mm, I don't know. All right, hold oh. on. I'll continue. So, um, so obviously the most famous one is the uh, frozen envelope Patrick Ewing. So basically, in the nineteen eighty five NBA lottery, uh, Patrick Ewing was the clear emerging star out of that class. The New York Knicks had been bad for a few years. And they're by far the number one market. And you can actually see, if you watch the video, the New York Knicks envelope was both folded over and reportedly, like, cold and, like, frozen compared to the other ones. So when David Stern stuck his hand, picked up the envelope out of, like, the big, like, circle, I don't even know what it's called, thing. Um, you can watch this on YouTube. Uh, he, he ended up, shockingly, picking the Knicks to take Patrick Ewing. And everyone just kind of assumes, I think, I, like, I kind of believe that one. There's... Like I don't know. I think I think that was one. Of the that was ones, that really. was the first Cause... year that they hadn't done like a real coin toss and they did like a legit, like like pick out of fourteen teams. I'm gonna give you this. Just just think about this. It is the first draft lottery. In a dying, the NBA was dying, like a dying league. You have a player who is gonna instantly increase ticket sales and jersey sales. In your biggest market, too, to. yeah. And you send him to New York. That And plus, I heard a story that they haven't proved it, but someone during a scouting report 
uh, with Ewing said it's it's too late. He's going to New York. It's been um, written already. Yeah. But no, I think I think that's one of the few times it was definitely rigged. I don't I don't think it's always. Um, I just want to say though. Uh, so the so when the Magic were a newer team in the early '90s or maybe it was like the late '80s, um, they. Yeah. They got Shaq, respectively, and the next year they also happened to get Penny Hardaway after recently being sold off. Uh, no, I don't know. You're gonna have some on. bias against this because you're a Magic fan. I don't have bias against this. I have this word from Shaq, like literally word for word. I'll I'll literally play over the clip. Shaq says, um, "Shaq was in a commercial with Penny Hardaway. Or no, he was in a movie with Penny Hardaway, and he says." Um, and he told the Magic, I want Penny Hardaway on this team. Can you get him? So the Magic go into the draft. They have the first overall pick, and they take Chris Webber. And the Warriors take Penny Hardaway. And Shaq demands a trade, and they instantly got swapped. Penny and um, Well, but what's like the point? I don't so, understand the point, though. I don't understand how that'd be rigged. <laughs> it's, like, no, it's, it was like, the, it was like the, a, it's because of the current, it was like, well, of the times, the current, like the circumstances of the Magic at the time, and how they were both the new Magic, team and recently sold off to the NBA. Honestly, the Magic, the Magic have all the keys to be a top market team. Well, actually, they're in Orlando, they so I'm not sure about that. The, the, what I'm saying is that they've got the theme parks, <laughs> they've got everything there. They have literally all the keys to become a top market team. They just don't use them. Well, I mean, sometimes you can't really you control have... how good a market team you are. It's like how the it's where the money moves. The money, like, it's obviously a big area of attraction. But like in the American economy, the money is not moving through Orlando, Florida. They have twenty-two teams in the Orlando bubble. In Orlando, and you're telling me you can't lure any of those players? I don't know. Like, and I'm just gonna say this on the Magic right now. Why haven't they? I get it. Like they're looking at this team. Fultz is out. Aaron Gordon's out. John Isaac's out. You're looking at the team like this season's a wash. We can do this next year. You're still gonna be a bottom eight seed next year. Why don't you just blow it up? Yeah. Trade Vucevic to the Celtics. Trade, trade your older players. AKA like trade Nicole Vucevic to the Celtics for Ross Fournier. Even like Aaron Gordon, Grant Williams, well, listen, hear me out, hear um, me out, hear me out. Grant Williams, Grant Williams, Jeff Teague, and a future second round pick for Nicole Vucevich. Yeah, facts. No, that's a fair deal. That fair deal from Magic, honestly. <laughs> Magic are getting a steal. All right, hold on. I want to go to the next conspiracy theory we have. So, this is kind of a more okay. far fetched one, and I think it's, this is complete cap. But basically, um, MJ reportedly had like, uh, like he had multiple. No, oh, no, 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 no! This is no. That's that that for later. This is you're you're not gonna you're not you're. I guarantee you, you'll never have heard of this. So MJ had he he had been with I multiple women throughout his professional career. Yeah, oh, so it's Jimmy believe. Butler. Listen, here oh, we go. So for those of you listening that haven't heard this, so a lot some people believe that Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan's, I guess, long lost son. Biology yes, uh, in that. No, no. Michael Jordan is Jimmy Butler's biological father. Some people believe that because Jimmy yeah. Butler, part of he had a, like a really hard come up. Looks like him because yeah. no people believe that because I can I probably have the full details of this. Basically, the reason people believe this 
Is yeah, the face. The, I was gonna say the facial symmetry it does like line up, I guess. Number two, um, just the idea where Michael Jordan was nine months before Jimmy Butler was born. Jimmy Butler, I think, was born in Houston. Michael Jordan was playing in Houston nine months before. Um, the idea that Jordan paid her to keep quiet for thirteen years, and then after the thirteen years ended. She she kicked him out. I I honest. I don't actually believe it. I've heard this one a thousand times. I don't think this one's real. I I just I don't think there's enough evidence. And I, I think let's be real here. With what Jimmy Butler just did, if he was Michael Jordan's son, don't you think Michael Jordan would have acknowledged uh, it? My son just carried my. But like I feel like it'd be a really awkward situation because part of Jimmy's like story, I guess, is that like a lot of kids, like like a lot of people look up to him for inspiration because he had like a really hard upcoming. And like he grew up, you know, like he he like he had a rough rougher upbringing than a lot of NBA players. Like that's part think, of his come up story. I think it was proved wrong. I think it was proved wrong because I think the mother showed a picture of Jimmy's. Yeah. Father. I, I'm not sure. I don't think that one's real, but um. No, I don't think it's real. So this is you kind of mentioned this earlier. So this is that the 2011. This is like a really minor one. The 2011 dunk contest was rigged for Blake Griffin to win. I don't think it's real, but. Like he just he he was just the best dunker of the time. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess that was to be fair. That was back when the dunk contest actually mattered, like you mentioned earlier. But I, I really, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that one. There's not, there's no. Okay, actually, I have a more interesting one here. Um, I don't believe it, but I don't really believe any of these. But some of them I find interesting, kind of, you know, possibly. Um, but anyway, so we have. Nike influenced Kevin Durant to go to the Warriors to take the spotlight off of Curry. Who? So basically, for those of you that don't know, Kevin Durant obviously is has a big contract with Nike. He's a big Nike guy. Uh, Curry, when he was on the Warriors, so Curry Cur- yeah, so Nike. Curry was Nike. Then he Curry declined a contract with Nike and then switched under him. No, 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 no. Nike declined well, I thought, the contract. I thought it was the other way around. Because no, is Nike declined the contract because they didn't think Curry was getting anywhere. Well. So they declined and he went to Under Armour, which I'm gonna I don't want this to be anything like Under Armour as much as I like yeah. them like no. That's not it when it comes to basketball but, shoes. They're not it. I like them for running shoes, but that's So shoes the conspiracy it. theory is that basically just because Curry had grown to be such a good player at that time, back to back MVPs, all that, that they I, I it's just ridiculous in my opinion. Like a brand is not going to tamper that badly with a player. No, a brand. Like, a brand NBA, I, I'm sorry, but I, Nike is. I feel like people don't realize this in the basketball world. Nike is not just basketball sneakers. Like they have so much more to do than to tamper with Kevin Durant. Go. What team does Kevin Durant go to so we can cover up Under Armour? Like Nike is be- beating. Nike has been and is still beating Under Armour by like loads and loads and loads of just like just I guess competition wise. It's there. There's. It's, it just makes no sense. I'm sorry. It makes no sense. Okay. They obviously joined for competitive reasons. Well, he, he joined. Yeah, he joined. Yeah, he wanted to win a championship. Like, this is this is not that hard. What I'm saying is, you you could have had a better chance in hey. Boston. Hey. Uh, hey. Katie, I I actually I want to go over that one day. What could have been uh, if Kevin Durant? Because I I have like a whole thing written out. What like what the lineup could have been if Kevin Durant came here? It's ridiculous. Like this, this we would we would have had Kyrie Irving by the way. So um, maybe, maybe. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, the next one. Oh, well, this is Ky- okay. Not really. This is not really basketball related. But for those of you that know Marcus Morris, 
He is a twin, Markeith Morris, and they are they look exactly alike. And basically, when they were in uh, AAU days, they admitted like they were joking about like how they used to swap, like they used to play in each other's teams depending on where, when they wanted yeah. to play. Because so like no one even knew the difference. They sound the same, they look the same, they dress the same. So basically, the conspiracy theory is that Marcus Morris played as Markeith Morris. In the 2017 in game in uh I forget which game it might be, it might be like game five of the 20 the 2017 Eastern Conference semifinals um and a lot of people believe this because before the game Mark Marcus Morris the guy who's playing for Markeith allegedly uh tweeted a picture of himself wearing the jersey that would be worn by quote unquote Markeith Morris in the game the number five Wizards jersey. I, f- I think this was proved. I forget how, but. If you look it up, you'll figure out this was this one was proved wrong. Oh, it's tattoos. They they have they don't have identical tattoos. They they look the same, but they're not identical to each other. And they were able to prove it wrong uh, just oh. by looking at tattoos. I I I honestly would have believed it if like if they got identical tattoos, they could swap. But like the fact that it's like so I didn't even realize that's like, proved wrong. But that's it, that's honestly interesting. That'd be kind of cool though. Let's call it a. Um, I only have a couple yeah. more. Let's see. So we have, um, this is a more famous one. This isn't. This is like the MJ gambling one, like you said earlier. So MJ missed time for. So so basically, um, MJ won the first three rings. Then he took a two-year quote-unquote retirement break. Uh, then came back to the Bulls, and during that time, he like played professional baseball, played a ton of like YMCA basketball and stuff because he wasn't. Well, he wasn't in the NBA. Um. But a lot of people believe it was because of his gambling addiction. And he even, MJ himself actually said in his first retirement speech, if David Stern lets me come back, then, I'll be, then I will come back. Uh... Um, my, my thing with this, my thing with this, um, I can see it either way. I can see he did gamble. But my, my view on this is um, his dad just got murdered. The killer was unidentified. It was believed. It, because it, of the well, it was because there's so he, he there's a lot of debt going on gambling wise. So he went and he went. He quit basketball, still in grief, to play baseball because that's what. He I don't know. I think I, I, I think, I think there's a it's it's very confusing. You guys can look this up too. You're like go on YouTube, look up MJ gambling situation. Like I've watched videos on this. There's like a ton of different timelines of like exactly when things happen, so it's like you can kind of guess why things happened. Um. You could probably just watch yeah. the last dance. It'll. Yeah, I think I think it was kind of mutual because yeah. there was definitely the NBA had something to do with MJ not being able to basketball for two years. Yeah, all, all I'm saying is if Michael Jordan doesn't retire the first time and doesn't retire the second time, you're looking at nine, ten rings. Um, the I don't know, maybe, but uh, the refs. So this is the last one. So we have. The refs, or the NBA, I guess, would have paid the refs, too. The NBA, the refs rigged the 2002 Western Conference Finals, games, games, Game 6. Oh, that one's true. Um, so this, yeah. was a Kobe, this was a Kobe and Shaq year. They just went back-to-back. And the Lakers were down 3-2 to two in the series, and they were losing in the game. Um, and they, so they were, they were almost completely out. And the the whole thing is that like the NBA didn't want it to be a Kings versus Nets, so they tried. Oh, looking at that, looking at that today, even oh today Nets would blow them out, but say like three years ago, oh my god. Yeah. 
Yeah, but look, the I think that was like if you you can watch the games like the calls that were the calls. The calls on um the King centers because the Kings had two main centers. I don't know their name. I do not know their names, but they had like two main centers that they had to keep subbing in and out because they were calling ridiculous calls like on Shaq. So basically, they were fouling. Out. Like no, sorry, they were calling. They were calling ridiculous calls on the King centers that were allegedly fouling Shaq, even though they were playing defense. So I mean, it's 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 yeah. very questionable. I can understand why the NBA did that, and it, it didn't actually win the Lakers a series. Even they still had to go to a game seven. I think I think this idea yeah, of um, NBA like the NBA like paying the refs or the refs being kind of tampering wise with against the against certain players, it's definitely true. You have seen we have seen series in the past. We've seen some ridiculous calls that have pushed questionable decisions to the seven-game series. Also, I didn't write this one down, but I was thinking about this. The whole Draymond Green in 2016, 2016 NBA Finals, a 3-1 comeback famous, uh, that Draymond was uh, suspended by the NBA in Game 4 to push the game to a seven-game series. I don't know. Yeah, um, that... No, I don't think that suspension was there. But what I'm going to say... Before I go on to the one I have that you didn't mention, um, yeah. what was it the refs rigging? Oh, look at it from the NBA standpoint. Before I say on to my next point on this, you're either looking at Kobe and Shaq, or like I think it was like Peja, maybe or Vlad, and Vlad Divac. I, I actually don't like really know, but like you're in the NBA situation, you're gonna want Kobe and Shaq going at it again, yeah. And then another another thing is. Oh, refs, refs blatantly will push series to seven games. 100%. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't want to get into that's... too biased, biased here. I'm just saying, I'm just saying the game six. Look at the last two minute reports. That's all I'm going to say. Just look at the last two minutes. The Celtics have also gotten some calls in our favor in the past. It happens, yes, it happens to every team. Like, it's just how it is. Because the, like, the, M- the NBA just blatantly wants, the, the NBA just, you know, Makes, there's a lot of questionable refing decisions. That's, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. All right, go on to go on to your next point. So, all right, all right. Yeah, I have never heard of this. I've never um, heard of a Galman conspiracy. So, I I heard this well, three three four years ago at this point, and I have it engraved in my brain. What this story is is China wanted to be um, China wanted to get back into the three ball sports, soccer basketball baseball they wanted to get back into those sports because they they were just not in those sports so what they did i i don't actually think it's true but what they did is they took the tallest male athlete and the tallest female athlete and had them married and breed and had yelling basically generically created. well like i mean not necessarily generically created but kind of like force force created i don't even know that's that's real yes. that's a very that that's is a, a very unethical, reason. like, I uh, I don't, dilemma, I guess. That is, ex- that's very, oh my. Um, I don't think it's true. I think it's, what, it comes out of weird field, too. This is, keep in mind, this is a Celtics podcast. We do not discuss ethical, ethical dilemmas. If you want to listen no. to that, this is not the place. But I, that's, that's crazy to think about. That is actually crazy. That, like, Yao Ming, I mean, he's just yeah, a monster. Um, but no. But to be fair, though, that's the that's tallest that's man that's in the world of all time is from China. So it's they, they it might just be like a 
re like I, I don't know if it's like a reach I don't even know if it's like reach I don't know if that's, that's probably that might sound ridiculous. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just thinking I'm just thinking about um yeah, Yao Ming is, is like, I, I wish he played longer. He's one of my favorite players of all time. I wish I wish he played longer. I know, yeah. He was well, just injured, of how um, tall he is. The Rockets. Oh, the Rockets are plagued by injuries, man. They should have They should have been in the NBA Finals. Chris Paul's first uh, or second 17-18. Uh, they should have been, been in the Finals, no doubt. Yeah, because yeah, Chris Paul's um, but yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I wish you know the Rockets have had a lot of potential over the years, but you know, I wish I wish Yao Ming had played longer. One of my favorite players. Speaking, hold on. Speaking of favorite players, just... you already know, y'all know what I'm talking about here. Favorite players. If you want to cop some merch for your favorite players, you're heading over to dearbball.com, copping some merch. You know what I'm saying? You got they got the hoodies, the t-shirts, the long sleeve shirts, phone cases, accessories, like blanket hoodies. They have it all. Dearbball.com. They have it all. For your favorite players, along with Juicy Jerseys. If you want to cop a jersey, go to Juicy Jerseys. If you want to cop some overall merch for your favorite player, fire designs. Like, this supremacy design is, is extremely cool. Like, just, it's just so dope, in my opinion. Um, but they have them for all of your... I guarantee you they have your favorite player. Uh, I mean, obviously, y'all know the best part. Like I said last time, y'all know the best part. You get to use code BANNER18 at checkout. All caps, no spaces. BANNER18. Go cop some fire... I I don't know what, I don't know what it's called because it's, it's like merchandise I guess because it's not player made but I guess mer- I guess merchandise I guess. stuff I don't know that's a that's a very vague word I don't like the word stuff I guess merchandise yeah go cop some accessories you know clothes favorite players favorite teams concepts all that stuff go check them out dearbeeble.com. if you have any questions about that or juicy jerseys hit us up banner eighteen pod on Instagram um yeah. You can't keep getting away with it. You, you can't keep getting away. Dude, we're in the middle of a conversation. Bro, no, I listened to, okay, I listened that, to like, Section 10 podcasts. What? I've listened to them for so long. And if you, I, you know, Section 10 podcast, sec, yeah, Section 10 podcast is a baseball podcast for like the Red Sox. But I love listening to them. And they, the way they sneak yeah, ads in is so creative. And I, I just, I love, I love sneaking in ads. It's so funny. Um, but yeah. The best ad I've ever heard is, is this guy. This best like ad drop I've ever heard. This guy somehow got the 2017 draft class and got it into talking about a shaving site. Like legitimately, he somehow he's like I forget. It's like he he like seamlessly seamlessly got it into an ad. It was ridiculous. But anyways, um, we'll say this as I said something like, uh, oh yeah, with the Celtics, with the Celtics, um. Coming out of the break, you got the net. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Maybe we're we not do. Maybe it's a miracle. Maybe we get a miracle win. You never know. Your best case scenario is Blake Griffin doesn't play like Bob City. Blake, Blake Griffin, Griffin would have to sh- Blake, Blake Griffin would have Blake to Griffin. have like a two for sixteen night. You need DeAndre Jordan to get out rebounded and completely beaten by Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice and Robert Williams. I could see Robert Williams doing it. Um, you need James Harden. I don't think he is really. He's back. (laughs) You need Kevin Durant to get stopped by Jason Tatum. You need Jalen Brown to stop either bench. You need uh, you need a smart and cardiac Kemba to start to stop uh, Kyrie Irving. 
I think smart. I think he is. Smart I thought they, I, th I thought they said that. I, th has I that thought they said. I thought they said that it was like yet? after you also break, smart will be back. That was that was a, that was like yeah. That's I know, kind of I know but like how soon? I'm not after. actually sure the exact date he's coming back. The injury part comes out tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll um. Tomorrow. Yeah. Hope so, hope, so I kind of wrap emptying the bucket here. Um. Oh yeah, I forgot. I have like a few Banner Team Podcast stickers left. So if you want one, hit us up on Instagram, Banner Team Pod. I'll, I'll just I'll mail you one if you want. Um. You know what I'm saying? We all. Oh yeah. Next week we're gonna have another interesting episode because Celtics have like, uh, how many games do we have this week? One or two. Um. So we're gonna we have we have yeah. an interesting episode coming up next week. Should be fun. And you know, we got, for inter interview wise, y'all. I'm just saying, we're not spoiling anything, but we we got some big things. You know, we, we got some big things coming up. Who made this? Who made what? Cool. Who made this? Uh, look at this post I just sent you on Instagram. Hmm. Read it out to the podcast, sir. What? Okay, player comparisons. This is my fadeaway world. Who's who's just gone downhill, like majorly downhill. Player comparison, Jason Tatum versus Zion Williamson. Scoring, Tatum. Athleticism, Zion. Defense, Zion. Clutch and lead. Uh, athletic. I mean. I'll give athleticism to Zion. Yeah. Much better than I, I think everyone just assumes Zion's strength equals better defense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Basketball Even impact. Whoa. Even. Dude, when Jason Tatum's taken off the floor, the Celtics become the worst. <laughs> Zion's not even. Zion's not even when the best. Zion's actually, he's the arguably floor? the best player on the team. Actually, no, he does. He, he is. He is. But like talent-wise, like they, Ingram. Career uh, even. I'm not sure about that. What? Tatum's made the Eastern Conference Finals twice. Zion hasn't made the playoffs once. Yo, this is coming from a lifelong They're... Zion or like a, a Zion career-long fan year. So this is this is completely unbiased. One on one is Tatum. If he said one on one is Zion, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> Tatum, yeah, Tatum beats Zion in everything except for athleticism. Yeah. Um. Zion's honest. I'm not even joking. Zion's literally one of the best. Everyone just assumes that strength equals. Like the only thing. The only thing he's good at is blocking. Yeah. After blocking, he's terrible at defense. Watch the Celtics versus. Um, oh yeah! If you don't want to, if you if you want PTSD from that game, Rob Williams, Rob Williams killed him. Daniel Tice killed him. It took him till the second half to start scoring. Like, yeah, just watch the first. That, half. That's painful. But yeah, like like I said, kind of kind of wrapping up here. <laughs> um, we actually this is a longer episode than I thought. So hopefully, y'all enjoyed. Um, yeah, we got some big things coming up. You know, kind of interview wise, content wise, we got some big things coming for Banner Eighteen. Like I said, if you want a sticker, hit us up on Instagram, Banner 18 Pod. Check out Juicy Jerseys. Check out DearBeeble.com. If you have any questions about that, also hit us up on Instagram, Banner 18 Pod, Celtics.edge or Celtics underscore wire. Uh, but yeah, I don't have much else. You know, a couple, couple games coming up, a couple big games. Should be interesting. We might go live on Instagram after the Nets game, depending on how it goes. Might go live. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Probably you not. Know, you never Maybe know. On the, all right. Well, yeah. See y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed. Right.